With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to Campfire Tales. Tonight's story is about a group of friends who spend some time at one of the friends' cabin that is owned by his family. And something horrifying happens to them. And someone goes missing. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing as it will help the channel a lot. Click on that bell and smash that thumbs up and tell a friend. Now let's get spooky. One fourth of July weekend in 2011, a buddy of mine that I'll refer to as Todd ended up in a pretty weird situation. What follows is the story as he told it to me. It was supposed to be a fun weekend up in the hills and in the woods at Todd's friend Troy's cabin. Troy was to introduce Todd to a girl that he had also invited over, so naturally, Todd was looking forward to some devious fun for the holiday weekend. As luck had it, Todd and his new date, they clicked, and soon found themselves downstairs for some alone time fun. Shortly after Todd and his date disappeared downstairs, Troy decided to go out for a little while. A little while later, as Todd and his date were getting it on, Troy returned to his cabin with some company. Upon hearing foreign voices upstairs, Todd went upstairs to see what was there. To Todd's dismay, he found that Troy had brought home someone that he disliked. A guy named Ace for the sake of this story. Seen Ace, Todd got angry and an argument ensued between Todd and Troy, while poor Ace just stood awkwardly near the doorway. Weirded out, Troy's girlfriend entered only standing next to Ace with a bewildered expression on her face. Todd had rushed upstairs in his boxers at first, thinking that it was just guys that had arrived initially, so he and Troy quickly went downstairs to argue further. As Todd and Troy's argument diminished, Troy decided that he, his girlfriend, and Ace would go night swimming at a nearby creek for a little while just to cool off. For whatever reason, Troy threw on Todd's shorts to swim in, which had Todd's keys, wallet, and smokes in the pockets. Troy and his company had already been gone for a few minutes when Todd realized what had happened. So Todd and his date continued on downstairs until Troy, Ace, and Troy's girlfriend returned to the cabin. Right as Todd heard them returning, though, he went upstairs to confront Troy, fuming. Todd had demanded for his shorts back while yelling about his stuff in his pockets during Troy's swim. As the two argued back and forth for a while, Troy's girlfriend, Todd's date, and Ace tried to pretty much blend in with the wallpaper. As Todd demanded that Troy take his shorts off then and there, 
Troy informed him that they would not be stripping down in front of everyone. That is when Ace cut in to have Troy's back, making the argument even worse. But Ace knew that Todd had quite a reputation for fighting and not losing, so in order to sort of prove himself to Troy, he jumped right into the argument. After a little more arguing, Troy and his girlfriend left again in Todd's shorts. Ace stayed behind though for some reason, maybe because Troy had left without his backpack full of his personal and important items. Eventually, Todd and his date went back downstairs to get back at it. Ace, of course, stayed upstairs and kept company with Todd's pit bull. They all expected Troy and his girlfriend to return that night, at least for his backpack. But when they all woke up the next morning, they realized that Troy and his girlfriend had not returned to the cabin. Everyone was puzzled as to what Troy was up to, but since Troy had left his cell phone in his backpack, they all just hung around the cabin and waited for Troy. The second night came and went with no word from Troy or his girlfriend. It wasn't until they had got up on the third day with still no Troy that they finally really started to worry. Alarm bells were definitely going off for the trio. Todd decided to go and call Troy's girlfriend again, like he had the previous day when her phone seemed to be switched off. That day it finally rang and she picked up. Fear crept into her voice when she realized that Troy was not back at the cabin like she assumed he would have been. So, her and Todd agreed to start calling around to see if they could track down Troy. But no one had heard from Troy at all. Next, a panicking Todd called a few friends up to the isolated cabin to help search the nearby woods for Troy. Not a single trace of Troy was found. It was Todd who made the decision to call Troy's girlfriend and have her report Troy missing. She did just that, but when asked of Troy's last known whereabouts, she gave them the honest answer. She told them that Troy was last seen at his cabin having a heated argument with Todd. The problem with that was, Todd had a pretty well-known reputation for fighting and not generally losing. At this point, in which the following events took place, Troy had been missing for three days. So he was declared lost at that point. Apparently, the cops decided they should take it seriously. The following morning, Todd, his date, and Ace were fast asleep, only to be startled awake by the sounds of both the front door being kicked in and people running around on the roof. The SWAT team flooded in, subduing the trio inside. At one point, one of the SWAT team officers said, I will shoot you and I will shoot that freaking dog! Upon hearing that, Ace suddenly popped his face up from off of the floor and exclaimed, Why are you going to shoot the dog? Don't shoot the dog! Of course, the dog did not get hurt in all of this. What came next was the trio getting questioned by a couple of detectives portraying in the usual good cop, bad cop scenario. Unfortunately for Todd, though, he was the last person seen with Troy and they had been arguing. Couple that with Todd's reputation for fighting as well, 
That made Todd the number one and only suspect in Troy's disappearance. It also didn't help that the detectives had found some clothing left by the hot tub, and some of the clothing had drops of blood on it, though Todd insisted that he didn't even know those clothes were there. Search and rescue had came in to comb the surrounding wooded areas for clues to Troy's whereabouts. They searched for hours while Todd, Ace, and Todd's date were still being questioned, but they focused mainly on Todd. After a couple of hours of interrogation, Todd finally got irritated and insisted that since Troy had been missing for three days at that point, he could either be dead or alive, but they should be focusing their efforts on finding Troy. Oblivious to Todd and company was the fact that Search and Rescue had located Troy, deep in the woods and hours away from the cabin. Troy was found passed out on a large rock, naked, and just hours away from his demise. The next thing that Todd, his date, Ace, and the detectives heard was the sound of the Search and Rescue helicopter's chopper blades cutting through the air and getting closer to the cabin. As they peered out the door, they seen the approaching chopper with Troy suspended in a blue diaper-like thing from it. The chopper was looking for a safe place to lower Troy enough for emergency ground personnel to be able to reach him. As the smoke was still clearing on the whole situation a couple of days later, Todd was informed about the facts that led up to Troy's disappearance. Apparently, Troy and his girlfriend left the cabin on the night he vanished to simply cool off after the argument with a nice walk in the woods that surrounded the cabin. But, right before they left for the walk, Troy's girlfriend had stolen his debit card. Shortly after setting off on their walk, Troy and his girlfriend got into an argument themselves. They got separated after that, and Troy's girlfriend ended up walking herself back to the main road, where she had called a ride, leaving Troy in the woods and assumed he'd find his way back to the cabin. So basically, Troy's girlfriend turned her phone off for the next couple of days in order to avoid Troy's angry phone calls about his debit card while she partied the whole time. When she finally did turn her phone back on, she received Todd's concerned calls about Troy. She was shocked to learn that Troy had been missing for the past couple of days. Troy ended up being relatively okay, considering his circumstances. Todd ended up moving out of the state shortly after, which pretty much dissolved the friendship. As far as Ace, Todd's date, and Troy's girlfriend, well, they're in the wind, I guess you could say. I'm almost positive, though, that none of the people involved in this story will ever be able to forget the events that took place over those fatal three days at the cabin. Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed the story tonight. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell me what you think happened to Troy in those woods in the comments below. Did something else attack him? Violate him? What happened to Troy that left him out there for three days naked, all alone, in the middle of the woods. I doubt it was his girlfriend. Have a good night, and stay spooky.